0: Do you know that there are actually many tools that are available that you can use today in your legal practice to work better with your clients, to actually work better with your team, and to overall create a much better experience for your customers? And this is exactly what I want to talk to you in this episode. Welcome to the Legal Creatives Podcast. I'm Tessa Magnolo, I'm your host. For this podcast, I'm also the founder and the CEO of LEGO Creatives and a certified high-performance coach. And today, I'm so excited to bring this new episode to you to tell you about the LEGO design methodology and tools that you need to use in combination to get the greatest results when it comes to creating the best customer experience. But before you dive into today's episode, I would like to take a moment to tell you that inside our immersion program, Creative, you can get a chance to experience everything that I'm about to share with you in this podcast, meaning you get to experience all of the steps using all of the tools, with much details, with much care, and with much dedication. This is happening in February 2022 and the program is almost half full. So this is the opportunity if you feel the calling to actually get to learn and practice with a community of like-minded professionals from all around the world. Do not waste this opportunity. It's happening at legocreatives.com and you can register today to secure your seat this amazing immersive program in legal design now let's get you started with the tools you need to use at every step of the process so by the end of this episode you will have a much better understanding of what you need to use in order to get great results at creating the ultimate customer experience with legal design I want to talk to you about what are the tools you can use as you go through these innovative methodologies that we call legal design so before i dive deeper into this episode sharing the tools i just want for everybody to be on the same page to say that legal design is all about creating the best customer experience at times we call about user experience which is ux At times we even talk about UE, user interface, or user interactions. All of those are technical words to describe the fact that what matters for your customers is to have the smoothest, the easiest, and the fastest experience when they work with you. And the Legal Design Toolkit is here to help you. So in this episode, what I wanna do is share the tools that I use and that I teach so you can discover the tools and you can start using them in your practice today you will be surprised to realize that some of the tools are way easier and way more accessible than you may think this is not about using complex legal tech tool this is not about using artificial intelligence or blockchain this is about using accessible design tools that will make a huge difference in the way you work and in the way you deliver the service. Let me talk to start about the first step of the legal design process that is all about doing this user research, investigating from the perspective of your customer what are the needs and what are the wants. When you do this, there are many techniques that you can use. There are more techniques than tools. Techniques, because those techniques help you understand how your customers perceive you at every step of the process. When you do this user research, what you're really doing is you're putting yourself in the shoes of the user to better understand their perspective, to change perspective. This is why we often say legal design is a mindset shift because we are looking at the world of law from the perspective of our users. And so the techniques you need to use at this step of the process are what we call user interviews. User interviews to get to understand who your users are, what are the pain points, what are their wishes, what are their desires. And as you do those users' interviews, you want to compile all of your insights and analyze them by building what we call a persona. So those are the two first tools you need to use to be able to do this, to do this more professionally, to put yourself in the shoes of your customers, of your users, using some tools that help you do this in a systematic manner. User interviews, as well as persona. The persona is basically a compilation of the most important criteria, patterns of your customer, of your user. So amongst all the users, all the customers you have, you may identify some patterns. You may identify that some users, some customers, share similar backgrounds, they share a similar objectives, uh, maybe they share a similar pains and wants and wishes. And so this is why the persona is so useful. The persona is going to be extremely powerful for you also to stay user-centric throughout this entire methodology. It is very easy to forget about the user and the customer. This is why, by the way, Amazon, because all those big companies and tech companies are using those methodologies and techniques and tools. And Amazon is using this user research process constantly so much that in every meeting, they hold, very easy to actually forget about the user, to forget about the customer, to forget about who we serve, especially as we grow bigger. So those are the first tools you need to use for the user research process, that is the first step of the methodology. Then as you move to the second step, which is defining the problem, framing the problem before you get to ideate, when you frame the problem, this is where you need to use your analytical skills where you need to actually be able to identify those patterns and to really condense them into a problem definition. What are the tools you can use to do problem definition? There are no magic tools to do that. There are different techniques that you can use. There are a couple of techniques that I personally love to use and I teach them in our programs, whether it's in the online academy or the certification program. Because I found those tools to be really effective when it comes to defining the problem with minimum time and with maximum impact but it is for you to decide what tools what techniques you may want to use if you want to use ours you're always welcome to join the Academy or to take the certification program and to get to practice those tools problem definition is really important without a problem definition you cannot start the ideation process you cannot hope to be productive in the creative process without a strong and short problem statement this is why this step is so important so let's say now you have a problem statement you're moving towards ideation you're starting to be creative to find a solution to the problem from the perspective of the user and that what you need to do is use a set of tools and again a set of techniques to be able to unleash this creativity that you have and to onboard with you, your customers, your teammates, your colleagues, your partners, whoever could have a great input in this ideation process and bring them together, whether it's virtually or in person and get to be creative using tools like Miro. I've already talked about Miro, this fantastic whiteboard tool, which I recommend you use if you have not yet used it you should try right away you can actually create an account and you can even start for free and get to use this beautiful tool that helps with creativity that helps with collaboration that also help you think visually because there's so many things you can do inside the virtual whiteboard such as mind mapping such as brainstorming such as consolidating your insights creating personas as well We actually have built our own persona kit inside the Miro tool, and it's just fantastic. The big difference it makes is that it makes everything so much clearer and so much better for collaboration. So at the ideation phase, this is what you need to do. You need to use a tool that allows you to be creative, that allows you to collaborate with others, and that allows you to visualize the ideas And the possibilities that are available for you to solve this problem from the perspective of the user once you've done this you can move into the next phase that is the prototyping and testing phase that is a really important step in the process and very often forgotten which is a real pity because this is where you get to make sure that your solution works for your users for your customers Because remember, this is all about making a better experience for your customer. This is all about making sure your customer feels most satisfied because the experience you give is more smooth, is more enjoyable, is faster, it's quicker. So at the end, you want to test that your solution is going to work for sure with your customer and your users. And if it doesn't, you need to iterate. So how do you do this? What are the tools you can use to do this? pretty simple there are so many tools that you can use to prototype which is basically to make a really small representation of what you envision to develop so before you invest time money energy into developing this solution you want to test it and there are many tools that you can use some of the tools are more design tools other tools are no code tools other tools are actually as simple as a virtual whiteboard tool so here you need to be able to use a good sense of judgment to pick the right tool for the kind of prototype you want to build if you want to build something that is physical well many people are actually using lego you can use lego to build a prototype of a physical product Uh, you can actually use uh, tools like canva to design a prototype of a new document of a new app of a new website We've done this many times at LEGO Creates and it works because it's all about having a visual representation of the solution you envision. And as long as you can see it and show it, this is perfect and sufficient for prototyping and testing. Of course, there are more advanced tools that you can use such as InVision, Adobe XD, and so many other design tools or no-code tools because you can use no-code tools as well as simple as Trello, Trello could be a great tool for you to represent a new workflow and to test it with your teammate. So it all depends on what you're building, it all depends on uh, also the, the test and what you want to test with your customers, with your teammates, with your partners. But the idea is to test really quickly with a small prototype. And once you've done this, you can collect the result, analyze the result, Go back to the whiteboard, use Miro again to collect the insights, to analyze the insights and then to be able to go to the final step, which is to iterate and finally to co-develop your solution. Always doing this with your user, always co-developing with your customer as much as possible. There is uh, something that is often a little bit misunderstood in legal design, is some people tend to think that legal designers have a magic wand, are able to be so creative and to create so many amazing things. When in fact, the only secret legal designers use is they co-develop, they co-create, they co-research with their customers. It's a collaborative process. It's a process where you engage your users, your customers with you on this journey. So there's no magic creativity Uh, There's no divine intervention. It's a process. It's a methodology and you use the tools to help you go from one step to the other. As you can see uh, it's all about you taking the initiative, taking the action, making the first step and continuing one step at a time, trusting the process and finding the tools you need to be able to do a great job with legal design. So that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to talk to you about tools you need to use to be able to conduct the legal design process at each step of the process. So we have seen that when we start the user research, we can use many tools that are helping us understand better how our customers see the world of law. And then we have seen that in the ideation creative process, we can use many tools such as Miro to host brainstorming sessions and to co-create. We have also seen that towards the end of the process, when it's time to prototype and iterate, there are many tools that you can use that are mostly design tools, but can be as simple as Canva to prototype quickly and cheaply a solution to show it to users and to test it. And then this is how we go back to the user interview at the end of this process, testing with customers, testing with users, getting the feedback, getting the insights, analyzing if there are any patterns And then making sure the solution is going to work and so this is it as you can see this is a human centered methodology it's centered around interacting with users with other humans being able to really understand them with empathy and to provide the best solution with creativity and so my question now is are you doing legal design work and if you're not why not this could be a fantastic opportunity be able for you to actually get to take action get to use some of the tools i have mentioned and get to talk more to your customers and get to co-create more with your colleagues as well as with your users the opportunity is here for you and if you need help you know you can always count on us whether it's me or the legal creatives community recently we have created a beautiful new community hub and you're invited you're invited to take a look at the hub and to see what's happening, all of the resources that are shared, all of the great feedback that is, is being given, and to see all of the support you can get. Because you're not alone. There are actually many legal design professionals from all around the world that are on this journey. But maybe you don't know where they are, you don't know who they are, because there is no place for you to meet them. And this is why I created the Legal Creatives platform and community. To be able to learn from each other, to be able to share, to be able to grow, to be able to learn and to enjoy this process of discovering this great methodology and becoming more professional at using it. And so this is all I wanted to say today. Um, I hope this served you, I hope you got some good takeaways, I hope you're going to take action. So I look forward to seeing you take action and to let me know how it goes for you on this journey.